Oh, my phone is on silent. Oh, mine isn't. <laughs> You're a professional. <laughs> my phone is never on silent. Dude, um, my phone is always on silent, but Owen's phone is never on silent, so... But wait, even if it's turned on silent, it will vibrate, or right? Maybe. I'll just put it... It's fine. It, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I trigger Siri all the time on this show. Oh, really? And I'm like, I'm not even mad because it can be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, just, yeah. I just own it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are recording. You're not Kevin. Kevin, I think. I don't think. No. Are you? Cool. No. Something was different. Uh, <laughs> Kevin is, uh, well, people who listen to the show know that he was working on a talk. So actually he flew to Dublin, I want to say, to give a talk. But then he just now, like, he took a week or two off to explore europe i think okay he's been around is he gonna come to amsterdam he is not i don't think kevin if you're listening why (laughs) i don't understand i don't i don't know what's going yeah what's going on amsterdam Um, is a great city well to be fair he's been here like he's seen he's visited amsterdam before but yeah anyway (laughs) follow kevin on instagram because he's taking cool pictures but so today to fill in for kevin we have the amazing um should i how do you want me to pronounce your name like a the proper dutch pronunciation she's dabbing <laughs> oh, i'm gonna try the i'm gonna try the the dutch pronunciation okay 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 am i ready i am frederica mate mato mate mato almost mato but you, you got really close though it's really hard to pronounce my name for people who aren't native um dutch speakers uh, i would pronounce it frederica mati Mati, I I knew there was like a trick. But, um, but then um, I've also been informed that my last name is apparently um, Italian, so I'm probably butchering it myself every Mati. day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess yeah, you could say uh, Frederic. Okay. But to me, that always sounds just a bit uh, awkward. But um, I don't know. Why is it awkward? Yeah, I, when I'm talking to English-speaking people change your name right which is most of the time yeah especially now here right like i'm not going to talk to a portuguese person here yeah so i just i just say that my name is rafa because yeah. i'm not even gonna try because if i say rafa they're like whoa i'm screwed and then they're gonna try and it's gonna th- be a thing so i just rafa i do the same thing and i usually just say freddy freddy that's because that's it's way easy. easier everyone can understand and like remind it because um it even in Dutch, sometimes it happens that you change... Because Frederica is not a very common Dutch name. I don't know anyone else who is called Frederica. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens that people are like, oh, you were the one with a complicated name, right? Or you were the one with a long name. And I don't want to be the girl with a long name. Right. I be, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be that person. Yeah. I don't want my name to define me. But also, it's, it's kind of one of the feelings that I hate the most, where you're just like, I just met this really nice person. And I forgot their name because it was different from all the other names I've ever heard. And then you're in a situation where you're like, I'm never going to be able to talk again to this person. (laughs) Or I have to do the awkward thing to ask them for their name again. Uh Or I wait. (laughs) You can go a long way without having to use someone's name. I, I am terrible with names. I forget immediately when I meet someone. And I'm sometimes I'm pretty upfront. Like when I'm, when I'm, but I know I'll be talking to this person a while. I'll just be straight up from like, hey, I'm going to forget your name. Don't take it personally or whatever because I'm terrible. But you can go a long way. You can just talk, hey, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or like, hey, man. Or like, hey, or whoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. So, yes, uh, a lot of people that I still talk on a regular basis, I don't remember their name and they don't know that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like to put not put any other one person in that situation so try mm-hmm. to make it easier just say freddy you're just not this yeah or on the internet i will i will use my full name though but i've been wondering if i should change it i don't think you should i don't think you have to especially like in the internet when it's written down yeah whatever you can copy you can write it you don't have to nail the pronunciation or whatever there is this one funny thing that happens though okay um because uh, because I'm a freelancer, a lot of people email me for a project, but they've never seen me or met me. And until recently, I didn't really post any photos of myself on like Twitter or anything. So a lot of the times people think I'm a guy. Huh. They assume I'm a guy. And it's based on your name. Yeah. 
And I've stopped correcting people because I was like, it's fine if you think I'm a guy. Yeah. Because I can ask more money. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. I don't know the bell would mean. Damn it. Cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. Huh. Until we have a video call. <laughs> <laughs> like a plot twist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, interesting. I'm obviously half joking, but it happens a lot that people think I'm a guy based on my social media, which I think is funny because yeah. my work is quite feminine. I tweet about feminist shit. Uh, not that guys can't be feminist, obviously, but right. like, um, I guess. But if you have to guess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I guess uh, Frederick is more of a guy's name, isn't it? Yeah, because your Twitter uh, avatar thing is an illustration. It's not. It'd be anything. Picture, face exactly. Interesting. Well, since we we talked about it, you, said, you mentioned you're a freelancer. Uh, Maybe I should do a little introduction as well. That would be great. Yeah, I, we probably should have started. Why with am that. I here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because um, I think we met t through Twitter as well mm -hmm. initially, and then you moved to uh, Amsterdam. But um, I'm Frederica. And I'm a Dutch freelance illustrator, I guess. My background is in design, though, so I've worked as a designer for a while. So my uh, illustration approach is very similar to a design process, which is, I think, uh, what gives me my edge as well. Hmm. So I do a lot of projects that are um, basically branding projects, but um, focused on the more visual. So... I wouldn't be picking the fonts and the colors, but I would be working with the brand team or a brand designer to kind of like uh, figure out what the illustration face of a company would be. Huh. And that's a very uh, interesting process. Um, interesting, not in the way that I don't like it, but interesting in the actual, I really think it's really interesting. Um, and next to that, I do a lot of personal illustration. You might know, yeah, I think that's the work that I mostly share. So that's the work that people already know me for. Mm -hmm. um, but my uh, brand work is usually, I make sure, I mean, you're going to see that I did it, but it's not going to be characters with long legs and uh, mm -hmm. their tits out. <laughs> Just That's my personal work more. This is more that's like your brand. That. Yeah. Long legs and tits out. Yeah. Yeah. You have a, I forget like how or when it was the first time I was exposed to your work, but you are pretty active on Dribble, and not only like on Dribble, you also share your work through your Twitter account and also yeah. on Instagram. And so I've been exposed to your work for the longest time. Uh, I think I want to say Intercom. I don't know. Was yeah. that a, a big client of yours? Maybe that was my first client. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. That was my very first uh, freelance uh, assignment that I got. Even before I went wow. full-time freelance. Yeah. When was this? I didn't know this. Um, I have been freelancing for three years, I want to say. So I think it's like three and a half huh. years ago, four years maybe. What were you doing before then? Uh, I was working as a designer first in, a, uh, in an agency and we did like all-around projects. So some weeks I would be designing uh, Android apps and other weeks I would be designing more of like an identity thing. It was way too many things for me to... Uh, yeah, I like to be focused on something and I couldn't focus there. So I left to do a product design in a startup. It was a financial uh, startup. And I kind of find, found out that I don't have that much uh, affinity with um, payments. <laughs> Is this Moneybird? No. Okay. No, it was a similar company, but not Moneybird. Um, Didn't know it. I would say it's a Stripe competitor. Okay. Not Atin, another one, a Dutch one. It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah. shut them out. Uh, it was really not my thing. But I, I always, from the get go, when I um, got out of school, didn't go to art school. I went to like a more commercial design school. When I got out of school, I immediately knew I was going to be freelancer. Wow! But um, everyone always told me that you first needed the experience to go freelance. And um, in hindsight, I'm not 100% sure of that, but um, huh. I'm still glad that I'd had the experience of working with a lot of designers and being a designer myself, because now I'm usually working with people that were in my previous position, which is really interesting because I kind of know what kind of stuff they're dealing with and why they're proposing uh, certain things. Right. Um, because I've been there before as well. 
just gives you the experience and like, you know you can relate better to your clients as well yeah it can be pretty powerful <laughs> yeah especially because there's a lot of illustrators that are just um coming from an art background mm. and have never worked within a tech company or have never been in a tech company and are then uh, faced with working with um clients in environments that they've never seen and yeah, that, yeah i got uh, that really really helped me in the beginning especially because i mean in the end it doesn't really matter because um who else is hearing uh, linkin park lyrics now um <laughs> <laughs> Put that in. Um, but um, in the end, it really doesn't matter because um, the f- further you're, you're away from that experience, the less it's going to yeah. uh, be relevant anymore. But it really gave me a good kickstart for sure. One of the things is, uh, that I get from just experience like in my career, yeah. it's not necessarily technical skills. Like I'm not necessarily like a way better designer today than I was like three years ago in yeah. terms of like, how pretty can this layout be it's way more just knowing other people's responsibilities other people's roles other people's like in the corporate environment in a company but also what your impact is going to be on the clients yeah no no totally like if it's a classic of like i know it's very common to hear uh freelancers contractors complain about clients and also yeah. like clients are always complaining about the contractors the freelancers it's like wait how can both of you be complaining about each other like it, how can it be both fault and it's just a lack of empathy because you don't know the struggles or the you know what it's like to be on the other side yeah and it's a lot about like just why can't instagram just just ship an ipad app you know yeah. there's just so many corporate things like business mostly it's, it all yeah. comes down to business decisions uh and that has been invaluable and it's not really something you can learn well, you can learn some of it in school but you have to go through it you have to live or work with people in that because then that's, that's the only way you can create empathy right yeah. i can read about it's really hard to make these business decisions and you have to go through a corporate letter to get approval on a project you can read through it but if you live in it Right then, you just you just understand a bit better. Yeah, for instance, I uh, said I had a meeting with someone for a new project, and uh, they really wanted to know what my background was and why I was working in a certain way and how I was working, because they had an experience working with someone uh, who was coming from more of a be- of art background, and uh, they were making like three illustrations for their website, and at the end of it, they were like they were very passionate about their art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rightfully so mm-hmm. they were just like um yeah so um what i did is uh, this and that and i really love it and uh, the clients also really loved it but they were like but we have to change actually all the colors of the website because otherwise it won't fit mm-hmm. and this illustrator didn't realize that changing the colors of the whole website is not a thing that you could do just like okay click other color mm-hmm. <laughs> done that it's a really big process and that they probably have things in brand colors and like t-shirts and you know it's not really it's not you can't really say that (laughs) people don't really they're not aware of the impact that these seemingly small decisions actually have yeah yeah and it just aggravates the bigger the company is yeah the larger the impact and it's also sad because uh, everyone was really happy probably with the work and they were doing really good job but then it kind of like never got published mm-hmm. because of a, a small thing that they didn't understand each other on and this happens all the time everywhere this happens to me as well sometimes really? and it's really sad when it happens and then you probably can also you can also even include in your portfolio because ndas or whatever like unreleased i don't yeah. know if it's the case but it depends i don't know happen. i don't know that much about uh what happened sometimes uh, especially uh, projects that don't make it will i mean people recycle <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's a trade sequel, secret, but uh, yeah, people recycle for sure, yeah. and it's fine. I mean, I've seen that. Yeah, no, totally. I've seen that with illustrators that I've worked with, designers as well, mate. Like oh. I know this agency, and they, I mean, their work is so good, mm-hmm. but I can tell without knowing that who made it. They always use the same fonts. They always use the same grid. Like. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. Uh, and it can be just a personal style, brand, whatever. But it can also be, I, I'm, I'm guilty of this, uh, in where 
a lot. Side projects or other things that I'm doing, let's say, like not not Netlify related. Yeah. And if I'm using like a card component or just a whatever, like ugh, I, I'll just reuse that color palette or I'll just reuse the the drop shadow settings from this other project. Just it's just to save time. Yeah. It's not necessarily because. Well, I don't know other reasons. You're lazy. Well, maybe it's also part of it. But yeah, but no, but it also makes you able to focus on other things that exactly, are important. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, why would you make it super hard for yourself if you can also... Uh... The economy of time and effort, focus. Yeah, exactly. where, where do you want to spend your time on? Do we really need to reinvent every mod- model, that modal that we use? Yeah. No, probably not. Probably not. I'd rather have people stick to the same... I've like I've been in conversations before where the other designer was like, yeah, but like, wouldn't this look so much better without the uh, little X icon on the modal? And he was he was making an argument saying, um, everyone who uses a computer will use the escape key to get out of a modal. That is not true. <laughs> and I was like, that's so far from the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know what, but that, there was an actual argument. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's a waste of time. Just, I don't know. Just being naive. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the context here. But I have, I've seen this. I've been, I played a, a role in this in where there are a couple ideas that, they keep coming back because they sound like great freaking ideas on paper. Um, one of them that I can, as an example that I can think of is just the, like a spotlight type of interface. Like you press a keyboard shortcut, you get a little search bar and you just type in, Oh, you want to go to the settings page? Just type in settings, escape, boom. You don't have to, it's effectively like a case against a GUI, like in going back to the seventies or whatever, we had this discussion. Um, it's way more effective. Actually, that's how I use macOS a lot. I just use Spotlight a lot. This is how I use Windows too. <laughs> Do they have a Spotlight? Like yes. Cool. You bash they Windows key nice. and your um, <laughs> menu opens and you just start oh. typing blindly. Oh, commands. But like, that's an idea that is great, sounds great. And then you try to implement that in your products or whatever. And you just realize that that's such a small subset of users that it's not feasible to even... Of course, you can't use that as your main way of navigating through an interface, but also it's not even worth it for that very small, like worth implementation costs and design costs of just implementing that. I know GitHub tried to do this for the longest time. Yeah, Uh, I can can imagine that people that use GitHub are more prone to use shortcuts and... uh, It's literally for developers, you know, like... yeah. And same, and at the five we've played with it, we've thought about it, but again, and I'm not saying that we're not going to do it eventually one day, but it's, it fell off the priority list because just it sounds great, but it's you know. But it's also something that we so much. Um, it's such an OS thing. Mm-hmm. I I I I might not even think to use it in an app because I'm so used to that being a thing from the OS right, right. instead. Yeah, it's like a feature from the OS, not necessarily yeah. per app. Exactly. This thing. Interesting. Yeah, I know I've seen uh, apps like Things, you know, Things, especially on the iPad, because they, they were one of the first to build a really good support for keyboard shortcuts on the iPad. And so, and their goal was, Things still is, is that you should be able to navigate and do everything in the app without having to touch a screen or use a, a mouse. And so just through the keyboard, you should be able to do everything. Yeah, just, like, it great. used to be like that all the, all the time. Do you remember installing, uh, I don't know if you were Windows Boy before you were an Apple I was. Boy? Um, I think most of us were, right? Yeah. Like In the 90s. In the right. 90s my dad Mac didn't have thing. a Macintosh in that time. We all had Windows computers. Windows Actually, was the shit. My first computer was a Mac, but like before, well, like early, early 90s. But everyone has at least one memory of trying to install a Windows over again and uh, your mouse driver is not working. You could use Windows without a mouse always. Yeah. I mean, literally before GUI, before Lisa and Macintosh and stuff, there was no mouse. There was no yeah no interface. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had so to, you had to write uh, uh, DOS commands and shit. Yeah. DOS? In, in, DOS. Yeah, DOS. Uh, and then like a mouse was... One of the key factors that brought computing to the masses. You know, all of a sudden, you didn't have to ask a normal person, quote unquote normal, like to type in weird commands that mean nothing. It's funny just... though, because I'm thinking about this now, and I, I don't think I would be able to use an Apple computer 
without a mouse I don't, I, I, i'm I, not sure i don't know i've never tried i never thought of that and the funny thing is um i recently built my own computer yeah we are going to talk about we, that we are going to talk about <laughs> that i won't get into it yet but um i built my own computer and um so it it runs on windows mm-hmm. and i had the the mouse driver issue again just like the old times what's a driver <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely <dabbing again. laughs> um and i i immediately snapped into it i could use my computer without uh, the mouse no problem yeah it's really funny huh i know um especially on catalina but historically mac os has been pretty good in terms of accessibility support and stuff it probably is possible do you remember i don't know if you watched the wwdc back in june the keynote but they have this thing you can you can your screen on your Mac can become like a grid. And so you can just say, using your voice, you can say like... A4. A4. So in that portion, oh. click that button or like focus that thing, type, whatever. So you can you can effectively use your computer without... Uh, just through your voice. Oh, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. I think I've missed this keynote note or this was a moment where I went to put my pizza in the oven. You what? My pizza. I always eat pizza when I watch uh, Apple events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to do it on the game demos. That's that's the time to go to the bathroom, go get your pizza. <laughs> so speaking of technology and mouse and advancements and UIs and stuff, um, we didn't talk about this on the show. So it's I, I'm actually pretty glad that you brought it up yourself. But you mentioned the new hardware shown by microsoft at the microsoft event the surface event the surface event oh. it was called. so they they announced a bunch of new devices i'm trying to find the link and it's proven to be kind of tricky uh i think i'll just have to go to the verge they announced a bunch of new stuff and stuff that looks kind of weird like in a good way well weird because different different things and i think microsoft is one of the few companies today that is still trying out different new ideas in the compute, not computing, but like in the in the laptop computer, the traditional computer space, let's yeah. say. Um, and we never talked about this because we explicitly said like, let's save it for the show. But I know you're kind of excited, yeah. and I know that I'm kind of like, Meh. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is really funny because I brought this up uh, last week when we were having dinner and um, I was like, oh, did you see the new Microsoft lineup? And I was really excited about it. And your face just went, <laughs> and then you said, we'll talk about uh-huh. this in the podcast. But, um, so yeah. why are you excited about it? Why am I excited about it? Okay, so I guess it does have to do with me switching to Windows mm-hmm. uh, for my um, home computer. So I still, I, I my setup is... Uh, I work on an iPad um, to do illustration. And then I usually went to my uh, MacBook to work them out, change colors, change composition, stuff like like that. Vectorize it, I think. Sometimes, but I don't always do vector. But when I do, obviously I do it on my computer. Um, And I used um, a 2013 uh, 15-inch MacBook Pro for that. Uh, That boy is a little bit old. Right now, mm-hmm. so I was kind of looking into alternatives, and um, I ended up building a PC for my home office, and I'm still looking for a new laptop. Could be that I just mm. buy a new MacBook in the end, but um, uh, inspired by me liking Windows, mm-hmm. which was a thing I was fully prepared not to like. I was fully going in thinking I was gonna hate it. Yeah, I didn't. I love it. It's amazing. This it's- is fascinating. That's because that's usually the thing that people point out. Like, sure, the hardware looks. Interesting, it's promising. I would like, I wouldn't mind switching using it, but it's still run Windows, and th- that's like where the buckle stops, you know. Yeah, Windows is where I just that's the mountain I can't cross. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think it's that different, huh. and I don't, I don't notice the difference that much. Sure, shortcuts are different, sure, copying pasting is very annoying the first two weeks, but you get over that. It's just not that different, anyway. Also, I mean, you, the main thing why people didn't use windows for the longest time was sketch is only uh, Mac only mm. and sketch used to be the only program that everyone anyone ever uses as a designer right uh-huh. 
Well, honestly, I think Sketch has been a burning pile of garbage for a while. <laughs> wow, hot takes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, and now that everyone loves Figma, uh-huh. we are not tied to Mac anymore. That's There's true. no reason. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, um, I was I was like looking at laptops, right, a lot, uh, because. I am kind of pissed off at Apple for making their laptops really not durable, not repairable, and also very expensive. Yeah. So this last model, you know, for the last, I don't know, three years, Apple laptops have been yeah. problematic, especially yeah. with the keyboard situation. I've been waiting for three years for an, an update that I wanted to buy, and I never wanted to buy one. So, And I also quite enjoyed the fact that my laptop is from 2013 and it's still working. Like, I love that for me. It's great. Um, and it was one, one of the was the last of the good ones. No, 2015 is the last of the good ones. Oh, so it's wait, it's Retina, right? It's the first Retina one. That this is the one that I have. But it's like the thin one, right? With HDMI port and something. Mm, it's the one before 3D Touch. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Anyway, I love that machine, but it's getting old, and I'm looking for alternatives. So I was looking at a lot of laptops, and I realized that like the Windows uh, laptop game. In general, because I mean, obviously, Windows there's multiple players that make laptops, but there's a lot of there's a lot of um, Mac clones that try to copy the look of an, an Apple MacBook, mm-hmm. but they they're never the same. They don't ever have the same amount of detail in them. They're never this the same niceness, right? They're right. never the same quality premium quality. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a MacBook from afar when if you don't wear glasses. Uh, but if you touch <laughs> it, if you interact with it, you'll know this is not a MacBook right. immediately. Right. And so it's not so much that I'm looking in a laptop, I'm not per se looking for something that looks like a MacBook. I don't care if it looks like a MacBook. I want the same premium quality as Apple has been doing all, all the time, all this time. Um, and that really didn't exist until Microsoft Surface. I, I I never used one. I mean, I've played with them, but never used one daily. I, I still I I wouldn't say it matches Apple's build quality Not yet. and materials. But they they've been like so we're on the Surface Laptop three now. Yeah. And they've been perfecting it. They've been iterating on it. And the one thing that I find very, very admirable about them is um, they're making the products that we want, that we need in our daily lives, like laptops. But they're also trying to bring something new and to try and find a new market and try and find new ways of working. So with the, 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 to be honest, like I'm mainly interested in a laptop, but the, the other products that they're doing are very interesting. Uh, like the the one the kind of iPad competitor with with right. a little kickstand. Um, Surface Pro, I think I'm looking at that page now. I honestly, I think their naming is very confusing, but Apple has <laughs> yeah. been confusing f- for the longest time as well, so I can deal with that. Um, I gotta say, I give uh, I, I respect Microsoft for, like you mentioned, a lot of companies are just trying to copy to the best they can Apple's design language, and they, again, like you said from afar they'll look exactly like a like a MacBook. So I really respect and I like that Microsoft is not trying to copy the MacBook Air. You know, they, they always they're trying something different. They the surface the, the with the kickstand, it always looked different. Like they they created their own not category, but effectively, yeah. Like they created their own thing. Right. Obviously, uh, it's going to look similar in some ways because it's like Cuz it has a screen and a keyboard and like, there's so many ways you can do. But they're not trying to be a poor man's um apple and and that's also reflected in prices because they are f-ing expensive <laughs> holy shit i didn't re- right didn't realize that and i'm not saying microsoft is perfect at all there's a lot of flaws in the stuff that they're doing for instance they're also doing um um they're also doing a phone now right yeah so well right <laughs> i i'm not a big fan of that here's why i'm a big meh to all of this hardware thing yeah cuz it has proven they try new shit, they try different things, but they are never a huge success. Like, I never see them becoming a thing. Even the Surface, I think, is the closest, or at least the most successful type of product that they've, la- that they've launched in recent years. So much that they've been perfecting that that model for the past, I don't know, like five years or six. It's been a while. Uh, they're on their 
7, they're on Surface Pro 7. So it's been, you know, seven iterations in this product. Um, I remember the, you remember the big, I don't know what they call The Surface Studio. Is that the big iMac-like yes. thing? That was like, I remember everyone's like, this is amazing. I want this. When this I crazy. saw that, I got like sparkles in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. The thing is. But then it, it dies. What no, happens? it did not die at all. I've never seen one in, in the wild. I have. Um, I but um, so what happened there? And I think this is, uh, first of all, you think that if someone's failing for 10 years, they could never succeed? That's negative. No, no. I'm No, no. Like mad respect that they keep trying. I want, they, they have we need, so much money. We need companies to try new stuff. They have so much money. They can try forever. They right. can try longer than this planet will exist. <laughs> and I'm right. happy that they're doing though. But so the thing that I maybe admire, the, so I'm not a fan of the phone or the neo thing right i think they look odd i think they look out of place in the in the product line i think they look for they look like a thing like people in suits would enjoy so just to give context this is the phone and tablet have a big and small version of it has a hinge it's like a a two screen phone tablet product so you can fold it it's not a foldable screen. It's just two screens. Yeah, which I think is a good idea because foldable screens is. A I think idea. foldable screen technology is not there, and I mean, so much that we've seen this, whatever they call the Galaxy, the one that is out there is, sh- is shipping and it's breaking after a week. So the technology is definitely not there. But I gotta say, they're having two screens. It doesn't really cover all of the all of the good things that a foldable screen brings you. So, for example, yeah. if you want to just have. One of the good things of having a foldable screen is that you can have a bigger screen in yeah, a small. Yeah, and now you just have two screens with a gap. Yeah, in you the can't middle. watch a video, you know. Yeah, full with screen a, with a with a, a thing in the middle, like a black bar in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's missing some of the point, I think. Um, I also think that for all these phones, the Microsoft ones, which they're running Android, which is an interesting move. Yeah, yeah, I want to say something about that so bad. Okay. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of the phones at all. Uh-huh. Um, I, don't, I think they look out of place. But the thing that I really, 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 really admire about the new phone is that they are running Android now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an Android fan at all. But the thing that I think is admirable there, and it, that's the thing that I feel is good about the the whole like thing that they're doing, is that their OS sucked. Mm-hmm. Their own Microsoft OS phone thing, oh, it was it, bad. It's dead. It was super bad, but they they weren't like trying to force feed it into us. They were like, right, everyone hates it. We're not going to do it anymore. We're right. going to focus on our hardware and we're just going to go with the, the OS that works and people want and love. And they could have easily been like, yeah, but we are Windows and we are a software company because look at Windows OS, it's great. Um, and people have been using it for decades. Uh, we have to get this right. You know, that, that would have been like, I would have understood that like way of looking at it. And they were just like, no, um, apparently the phone OS failed. Um, the Mac OS, the, the Windows OS doesn't work. We're going to go right. um, with the thing that doesn't it's work. It's been a, such an Adela new Microsoft and where the Steve Ballmer era, they were very much Windows and Office is everything to this company. So everything that we do has to somehow feed this office and Microsoft machine. Yeah. And since then, it's with the new CEO, new. It's been a while now. Yeah. Um, they are just diversifying their portfolio a lot more. And now Azure and developer tools, like development tools, they acquired, you know, they have GitHub. Yeah. They have VS Code, you know, the, they have a lot of just cool, good developer they, tools. They did a lot of good purchases. Yeah. They bought Wunderlist. They also promised us that they wouldn't change it, and then they did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> was Microsoft about Sunrise? The yes. calendar thing? Yes. Oh, they killed it. Damn it. Anyway, so, uh, anywho, all of this to say that this, my, my take on the new hardware and whatever they're doing is like good, keep doing it. But so far from what I've seen, I haven't seen one product that I'm like, I'm confident that this is going to be, not, not even that I will personally buy one, just like confident in their future, in their success. Yeah. Nothing from here. I'm like, this is amazing. It's just uh, the, the, very gimmicky, and it's like it's it's interesting new ideas that I am. You haven't convinced me that those ideas are good or like good enough. But that's funny because like I think we're on the same page there because the thing that re- that I really like about it and is probably eighty percent of my hype um, mm-hmm. is that they brought out like a really good looking laptop, and it's black. <laughs> and if you know me, like. 
I do all black everything. Uh-huh. I even have black band-aids. Um, <laughs> Saw that. So <laughs> <laughs> you can buy them at IKEA. Um, IKEA sells band-aids. Yeah, in black. How great is that? Wow, I love you, IKEA. Um, I really do love IKEA. By the way. But and and so uh, this the surface um, book. Surface, no, surface laptop, sorry. Surface laptop you came in the sort of like fabric finish. And I hate that. Like, that's going to be dirty. Like, I hate mm-hmm. that. Um, but now they brought it out in like a matte uh, black aluminum. And I'm like, yes, that's the, that's the computer that I want. Right. So um, they're really expensive. They're not there yet. But they're cheaper but, than, don't they start at like 1100 I mean, marketing. The one that you don't want is that part. Right. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> right. So the one you want is like 1600 or 1700 Yeah, I think 20. 2000. Yeah, 2000. So it's not cheap and it's not that much of a difference with the Apple products. But, I mean, this is the one thing that's going to make me watch them for a while. Mm-hmm. And at some point I am going to buy some of their stuff. And I'm probably not the audience for the Neo or the phone that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's not coming out until... Next year. Next year, Christmas next year. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe I am in five years. Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. To me, what I think is interesting is uh, with the Surface, they started changing my perception. Yeah. For the first time. They're definitely like they're in they're in the the right direction. Yeah. They're like, okay, I like where you're going. Yeah. You're not there. Exactly. But if you keep pushing yeah you will get there. maybe you will get there because i've tried to surface in real life and i mean that's the perfect product for me right it's like an imac it looks beautiful you want it on your desk you want to touch right. it it's a giant screen for drawing but i honestly tried it and i didn't really like it right. but I, I have a thing with like apple is really stubborn and they're like no touch screens belong uh, on ipad and phones uh, mac is uh you know a uh, cursor and whatever. i'm sure there will make a touch screen at some point yeah every other company is like nah screw that we're, we're doing touch screens yeah for even if the experience is good or bad or whatever like uh i think most a lot of desktop apps whatever they're not designed that's built. exactly why i hated it yeah try to use photoshop with a touchscreen. <laughs> Heck no. So other ways that people are trying to go around it is, well, like the Surface the thing, the big one, uh, is like, well, we'll offer like a pencil support, you know, pen support or something else just to make, increase the precision of your touch, whatever. I mean, that's the whole premise of the Surface thing. Right. I am not, like, I'm not on Apple's camp or whatever Apple say is true because I'm sure there are a lot of people that today are saying like, Again, they are against touchscreen computers, and then if Apple releases one, they're like, "Oh, actually, no, it's fine." Yeah, this, this, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite here, but let me just say that with today's technology, touching a screen and making it all dirty and full of fingerprints that would drive me crazy. Even take the ergonomics aside, just that I'm like, they need to come up with a better technology. But this is how does this add up for you using your iPhone then? Because I feel the same. I hate it. People sometimes, they do this thing where they point at your screen yeah. and then they Oof. touch it and you're like, oh, what are you doing? Right. But it, it, it doesn't really make sense because I don't mind when it happens on my iPad. Same size screen. Oh, I do mind. I don't mind when it happens on my phone. So on my phone, it has the oleophobic, whatever, whatever. Maybe that's not the term. Coding. A coding to try to make it not as much of a fingerprint magnet. On the iPad, it used to have that until they introduced the Apple Pencil. Yeah, and somehow they were incompatible. So my iPad is full of fingerprints all the time. It drives me crazy. But I don't stare as first. It's not a big screen as my computer, and then I don't stare at it. Well, as much. I, I spend way more time on my computer than my laptop, my iPad. But I'm always cleaning that screen. It looks I'm, I'm dirty. spend I spend a lot of time on my iPad, but I also have a screen protector on there, a matte one. So I right, guess right. you don't really see the fingerprints. To similar the paper uh, resistance, whatever surface. Yeah, I love whatever. it. It's- yeah. It was interesting, yeah. If I if I use the pencil more, maybe. Yeah. But, I would yeah. recommend it though. It's really nice. I don't know. I feel like in a, at some point Windows is going to come out with something and then it will tip the scales. But in order for that to happen, every other company, meaning just Apple, they will have to s- stay still. 
which they are pretty much now. Have been for so many I know. years. And I understand it so much as well because they are focusing on the things that people are buying, which is phones. Mm -hmm. And if I'm completely honest, uh, laptops are a thing from the past. True. And um, Apple is trying to feed us that for years now since the iPad came out. Um, but we all also experienced that the iPad is not a standalone device yet. Yeah, but they were like, so should we even spend more money and resources? improving the mac or should we take that resources and just feed it into the ipad and make sure that the ipad becomes a viable product for yeah i think that's exactly what they are doing yeah and i'm not really hating on that but maybe the mac pro the mac pro is like okay we're not completely still you know we're, we're doing right it. but they know that the ipad is gonna maybe be Uh, useful for creatives but there's always going to be a need for a powerful computer in like 3d animation or mm -hmm. which is also why the price point is so high but even today like at least on single process tasks the ipads and the phones are faster more powerful than any mac pro or any mac ever yeah not you don't have like 20 something cores but like on single core processor it's already better it's already more powerful because that's yeah. the thing like one argument that people would use well but a laptop you know a tablet i mean is not as powerful as my computer and even that argument is really it's slowly True anymore no becoming more and more yeah not a thing hey i have to i have to talk to you about a sponsor real quick yeah okay <laughs> it's been 40 minutes i totally forgot um <laughs> <laughs> so today, once again, our, this this episode is sponsored by Pork Bun. Again, do you know what Pork Bun is? No. It's a funny name, right? Pork um, Bun sounds like something I want to eat, though. Yeah, well, I don't think you want to eat this. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you are thinking of building your portfolio or if you have a portfolio already or like if you have a site, you probably want a very cool domain name. And Pork Bun is the thing for you to get domain names. But especially, they have like a really cool thing deal that they're going on they're doing now um a dot design domain name you know about those right you yeah. have a dot design domain name. no i only have dot space that's space that's also cool so dot design uh it's a pretty cool domain name i mean it's perfect for this audience um it, it, it can let potential clients or or employers employers know what you do like just from the domain name before they even open your website uh and it helps with your branding it looks pretty cool and yeah. my website is rafa.design i think nice it's, it's nice short cool <laughs> it just tells you what i do um i hope i can't i won't change careers and then i'll have to get a new domain name but uh yeah it looks good on resumes business cards uh even like as your professional uh email address as well Don't forget about that. So right now, with Porkbun, you can get a free dot .design domain name. Oh, shit. Yeah, you just go to uh, the website. You get not only get a free domain name for the first year, a free dot .design domain name. You also get free Whois privacy, uh, free SSL certificates. You even get a free trial of Weebly. So if you're like, well, yeah, but I don't have a website. Well, you can get a free domain name in a free site, effectively. Um If you go to Parkbun, so head to parkbun.com, search for a domain name, whatever, dot design uh, of your choice, then you can use the coupon code layout at checkout, uh, and that'll make it free for the first year. Or you can also just click the, the, the link in the show notes and it'll take it directly there. So uh, cool. Our thanks to Parkbun again for sponsoring this show. And uh, okay, back to the show. Just change modes. It's really funny though. I mean, the, uh, this is not part of the ad anymore, but the thing where you said it was visual branding, mm -hmm. that's what I also effectively did with my uh, handle as well. So I use my handle on Instagram is frederica.png. And I did that I because that. Um, when people see my name written down, they know that I'm probably doing something visual. Right. Oh, smart. So is that PNG a. Uh, a tld like a domain thing i don't think it is i think i think it won't work because you can use can, png files right exactly you can't conflict with existing exactly text it would be so cool though i would love it that'd be awesome yeah okay yeah, you see people doing that as well with dot jpeg or something or but it, I, i think it really works to be honest especially on twitter yeah can you i wonder if there's um like any just there's any conflicts with You know how you can't sometimes use like an HTML 
tag or something as your name because you're just gonna you're break gonna their break, websites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so my my band at some point was called Trio, but Trio like with the HTML open and close brackets. Um, and so when I was like signing up for like to have my music on Spotify and having that whatever is a service called um, I think it's called TuneCore whatever. Um, so you just have to type in the band's name or whatever, and because I wanted to type in the name, because if it was just trio, yeah, it like, would be fine. Damn, but that's like there's a million trios. Yeah, no, no one would ever find you. So I was like, let me make it super unique with the tags, and and a bunch of services like wouldn't take it, or just it would break their layout. I think it wasn't Spotify. It wasn't maybe it was RDO. I remember it was like, or I don't know. There was one streaming service. That because of course I would like search my band everywhere just to play it and have yeah, more yeah, plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bankroll yourself. Yeah, Hell yes. <laughs> so so one more I remember for me. there was one. I think it was audio, but I forget. It, it might not be. But it would break their layout, like where the title, the name, the, the band title would be. It would just break it. Yeah. Um, and I had to like email the support thing yeah <laughs> they eventually fix it but. man that reminds me of there was this story i think it was a guy who had a vanity plate and his vanity plate was nil oh mm-hmm. and the thing that happened he thought he was being very smart because mm-hmm. he, he thought he would never get a speeding ticket and i think what had ended up happening i don't know where i got this story from i think it's from a podcast what ended up happening is he got 20k in tickets because all the tickets that they couldn't identify immediately went to them oh so he got 20k in great story other people's so he outsmarted himself (laughs) jokes on on him wow wow that's so don't try to be clever that's the that's the advice don't do developer jokes in uh, (laughs) no don't Hey. especially old systems like what they use for yeah. speeding tickets software is so fragile because it's written by humans and it's like the whole internet it's a it's a miracle that this works like because it's yeah just the wrong character in the wrong file and it and breaks it breaks so don't try to be don't try to be clever because it's gonna bite you in the ass uh okay so what else can we talk about so have a couple of minutes do you want to do recommendations talk about i don't know if you're aware i, I told you so you're prepared um <laughs> this is the thing we do here so i mean we could also talk about dark mode maybe you're gonna have to come back next week um because sure. we we also have to talk about dark mode i have here in a nose like complicated relationship with dark mode yeah very especially complex. instagram just pulled out okay will you be back next week sure can we can we make this happen yeah perfect okay so stay tuned uh okay so recommendations uh do you want to start since I don't have one yet? <laughs> oh shit! Hell yeah! And uh, we didn't we didn't end up talking about my gaming computer, but it's true. I, I guess I, I guess we'll talk about that yeah, a little bit week. more next week. Okay. Um, but uh, to keep you um, in this in in the mindset of my gaming computer mm-hmm. tales, I'm gonna tell next week. Um, I want to recommend you this amazing game called Untitled Goose Game. Honk. Chances are, by this time, you've already seen it, played it, wanted to play it, or thought, what the fuck's going on with the goose memes everywhere? Isn't it incredible, the spread of yeah. this game? Because it is like an indie game. I mean, it's, it's published by Panic. It's a small studio, whatever. Yeah. Came out of nowhere, and they're breaking the charts. And yeah. just, even in culture. Like, yeah. there's a bunch of memes and just jokes everywhere about this Yeah, game. it's so good. You can play it on PC. I think it's uh, Epic Games... Uh, Oh, and Mac. It's available on Mac. Yeah, you can also play it on Mac, yeah. But for now, it's like it's not on Steam yet. It's an Epic mm. uh, Games... Um, what's it called? Uh, I didn't know this. I thought you could just buy it. Yeah, like, you can buy it from them. But you can't buy it from Steam yet, okay. which I thought was annoying. So I bought it in, on Switch in, in the yeah, end. Yeah, same. Um, because I think it, it, yeah, it, it works really well on Twitch. I think it, it fits the Switch really well. Um, but the thing I, th- I, the reason I think this game is so successful is like the premise of the game is you're, you are a goose. You're not just a goose, you're a terrible goose. <laughs> and your job is to ruin everyone's day, basically. And the art style is kiddie, but not, it doesn't feel like you're playing a kid's game. No, it, it's it, colorful, but it's not for kids. It's for the parents. It's like a, it's like a, a juvenile, whatever, like very simplistic, almost like cartoonish look to it. Even like the the human characters are very much 
yeah, just doesn't even have eyes. It's just very simplistic, but in an artistic way, I would say. Yeah. It's like a, you know, an artistic choice, yeah. not necessarily. I mean, I'm sure it would help with development. You know? Yeah, but it looks col- <laughs> it looks colorful and bright, but yeah. it's not. It doesn't feel like you're playing a game for kids. Right. For some reason, I think they did that really well. The balance is really well, but um, it doesn't happen that often. That you get you get to play the antagonist in a game. Mm-hmm. That you get, you get to be the bad person, and that the only person, the only purpose you have in the game is uh, fucking up everyone's day. And I mean, I think that's the thing that a lot of people, especially in the age that we're living in right now, are fantasizing about so much. Where you're just like, well, if I could only just like ruin my my colleague's day or the person that was mean to me. Just be an asshole and don't have any repercussions. Yes. And you're being an asshole in the cutest way by just honking at them or stealing their stuff. Um, So I don't know. I I think it's the the, the, really good way of... um, getting rid of some of that negative energy that we're all feeling, but in such a positive way. I don't know. I love it. It's great. What's your recommendation? Okay, just right on time. Oh, <laughs> uh, before I get to my recommendation, I also recommend that, like a plus one. Yeah, um, you, you've already finished it. I haven't finished yes. it yet. Yes, and okay. So uh, the game is short. It's also it's, it's, it's cheaper. It's, like not, it's not a 60 euro dollar thing i think like i bought 15? it for 15 or yeah on the switch store at least yeah yeah uh so you, you can also beat it pretty quickly it's not it's not a long game uh but effectively like you have i want to say like four or five different areas and e- in each area you have a list of to do's to do well <laughs> a list of to do's to do uh and we're like hey ruin steal someone's glasses or do whatever um and you just go through the list uh be an asshole around until you reach the end. I'm not going to spoil the end. It's like a very small thing, but it's a very like, aww moment. Um, but I got to say, I, 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 beat it, I beat it and then I was really proud. It's like, that was a great experience. Um, but then plot twist, at the end, after you've beaten the game, effectively you have a new list for each section of new to-dos. So it's a, the ending is actually like halfway through yeah. the thing, so, which is... I thought if I should even reveal this or if this was a nice reveal at the end, but I think it's nice just to, it's just to sell in terms of longevity. Like there's a lot of stuff in this game. Yeah, but it's also, I feel like it's a little promise as well that they might come out with new chapters in the future. Maybe, yeah, because see DLC, it would be easy to add. Yeah, just like uh, Monument Valley did. Hmm. Like more levels, like yeah, more, they will just come out with more levels. I think so. I think that was cute. I, I would definitely buy that in the future. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that actually, and it's really fun. Um, I'm really happy that they released because they released a little bit late as well. Yeah, because first time I played the they game was a year ago at XOXO Fest, and they released the first level there. They showed us the first level. Oh. And um, it was going to come out months after that, but it ended up being a year. But I'm so happy that it's here. <laughs> so one of those games, like, it's, it's just a feel-good game. Yeah. It doesn't require a lot of, like, you don't have to be a gamer. It doesn't no, require a lot of No, but it's so incredible how, how, like, memeable this boy is. <laughs> I know. It's Honk. so, it's yeah. <laughs> or, like, someone's, like, um, the goose, but in French, honk. Like... <laughs> You know, like you know, it's a good game when, like, on my on Netlify's Slack thing, the day after the game got out, we had custom emojis for yeah for the goose yeah, like, yeah you know yeah, that. Yeah. But I've been raving about this everywhere. So I was like, at some point they came out with a new trailer, and the beginning of the trailer says, "It's finally time to." honk and i've been yelling that everywhere and for some reason everyone at some point was just like where can i start honking like i want to like do it right now it's like, so funny to see how on, honk right now yeah honk. you can honk. honk um okay so my recommendation this week it's, it's a long time coming i've i've had this on my list in my head for a while but i keep forgetting it's a movie it's called book smart haven't seen it yet um i know i'm looking at the letterbox uh thing in you are you have you want to watch it yeah it's on my watch list yeah you're right so this is um probably one of the best movies i've seen this year uh and there was a lot of good movies coming out this year uh and it's it's like nothing about it sells it really well like nothing would prepare me to 
to know how good it is because it's it's a movie like a high school like homecoming whatever like senior year of high school i don't know how american yeah. education system it sounds whatever, like a cliche before college right like all my friends this last year we were all together yeah but yeah whatever it's a funny movie but like this type of movie is not my type of movie like nothing yeah. about this tells me that i want to watch it but it's uh the directal directal debut of olivia wilde she's you might know her she's an, like an actress um but it's just it just subverted my expectations at every single turn it's just a very funny movie the cast is like there's no famous actors here uh it's just all people well i mean they're not completely noobs but uh, they're actors but <laughs> i i'm not i was not i was not familiar with them and they they were all so good yeah um it's it's about two girls and like in their friendship or whatever and they were just to sum it up real quick it's like last year of, of high school uh they were always a bit of like on the nerdy side and effectively it's like you never do anything because like just yolo right you're always studying or whatever and you're gonna regret it yeah and so in the last year maybe the last party or whatever they were both like hey, we're not nerds. Like, we can be fun and we can be wild if we want. So they start dabbing So let's just go. They start dabbing. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just just go wild in that last party or last night or whatever. It's a very, very funny movie. Okay. The premise is very cliche, right? I think there's a thousand movies with the same plot. Um, But so when I started watching, I was like, oh, okay, I know exactly where this is going. I know exactly... Like every beat, I I can see it already. But no, it subverted my expectations at every turn, every turn, and it's it kept being just good, <laughs> perfect execution, great great acting, great cast, and um, it's one of those movies like it's funny and it's gonna make you feel good at the end. Nice. Which I don't watch a lot of those. I'm usually more on the serious, you know, more drama type of. Have you watched Lady Bird? I have watched Lady Bird. Yes, it was last year, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it, it might be in the same uh, category. Yeah. Category? Category. Yeah, there we go. It shares some of the DNA for sure. Yeah. It, this one is a bit more on the, you know, it's more of a comedy than yeah. I would say Lady Bird is. Uh, but yeah, it, it shares some of the beats, shares some of the. I really like that one as well. And I, I didn't think I was going to like it. That one scene with their mom where she's shopping. So good. It is really Where they're just arguing and arguing and then they hold up a shirt and then the the, the mom immediately is like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. So second recommendation, Lady Bird. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. That's it. It's like an hour. I'm going to go back and draw. <laughs> back and draw. Oh, so before we go, um, I do this like outro, mm-hmm. which is, I have it memorized. So it just, just comes out like an autopilot. But I don't want. I want to have a chance. Where where can people find stuff about you, your work? We mentioned Twitter and Instagram and Dribble. Uh, I you you have a podcast. Um, where can people find you? Um, find your work. I you can find my work at uh, mainly at Instagram and Twitter. I think on Twitter I share more of my behind the scenes kind of work. Mm-hmm. So I share more sketches. On Instagram I, sh- I share more of my personal work. Then you can see some of my uh, work on my website frederikamotti.com. But I haven't updated that in years. So I'm not <laughs> it's not really like an accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can see more of my commercial work, I guess, but I should really update that with new work. Shouldn't we all? Um, huh? Shouldn't we all? Yeah, we should all, all do that. But then, I mean, I, I, everything's, everything's going right and I'm getting work and I don't feel the need to do it. Yep. Um, but I will at some point be in that mood where I'm like, I'm going to change a small thing and then redesign everything. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen soon. Um, but yeah, so you can find me on Twitter, Frederica PNG without the dots. Nice. And then on Instagram, it's uh, with the dots because Twitter doesn't let you use dots. Interesting. We can, we're going to put links in the show. And I do a weekly podcast about tech. Mm. It's Charge Tech Podcast. I do that together with two other co-hosts, Owen Williams and Zach Grosser. They're really nice people. We used to do it in Amsterdam, the three of us, but now we do it remote, which is an interesting new challenge, but it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to um, keep in touch with the boys. Uh, so you can listen to me ramble there as well if you if you want more <laughs> cool and then uh, that was it i think yeah this is fun okay uh you can follow the we can follow the show on twitter at, at layout fm i'm at rafa hari you can find the well kevin is at vernal kick he was not here today but if you still want to, you can still follow him yes um and you can see his 
follow him on on i think i think his uh, instagram handle is the same so follow him on instagram if you want to see pictures of venice or whatever he's doing uh you can find the show notes for this show uh on our website that's layout.fm and also you can go to showerdingus.design that there works thanks pork bun uh and this show is part of the spec fm network so if you want to listen to more shows apart from charge.tech you can also go to spec.fm to find a bunch of more stuff to listen to and like i mentioned again uh, thanks to pork bun for sponsoring uh this week's episode of layout thank you Freddie. so i guess we'll, we'll talk soon next week uh so kevin is still uh just having Low break. Having fun and having an amazing time. Ugh. Um, <laughs> and resting. Uh, so, uh, is, is his talk recorded? His talk was recorded. It's probably not up just yet. Okay. Um, but we, we will be able to see yes. what, what he is doing. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. I'm excited. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely mention on the show once that is up. Um, thanks for asking. Uh, cool. That's it. Uh, I'm, I'm stopping the recording. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>